0: Hi, this is Donna Otto and welcome to October. I wonder what October is like where you live. Well, let me tell you that October is the months that begin to make all of us who live in Arizona glad we stayed through the hot, hot summers because these days are as high as 95 degrees in the daytime, about around four o'clock, you need a jacket, you need a Well, maybe not a jacket, a light sweater, or maybe a wrap, a scarf, something. And we all are delighted. The patios and all the restaurants at this time of the year are full. Nobody eats inside. Nobody wants to be in the air conditioning. Everybody wants to be outside. So I don't know what your fall looks like, but. I'm certainly enjoying the early days of October in Arizona. We are headquartered here in Arizona and have been always. That's where we podcast from. And we're glad you listened to us. A lot of things on the website that are available. I don't talk about it very often because I think... You know how to find them, and you know what to do. There's some new things. The Power of the Table's only been up for maybe a month now, and that was a special program that I did um, here in Arizona. You'll love just looking at the house. If you're one of those home, what's the station called? The home channel, the home network network. HGTV. You'll love this because this is a house that has a pool that overlooks the mountains that's gigantic and it's beautiful. Not my house, certainly. And we did a a chef demonstration with a chef and that's all on this Power of the Table video which you can find on our product page. And then a few months ago, we finally converted which are now, and I want to use this word very carefully, iconic. Because, you know, iconic things usually happen long after you're dead. Um, But these are truly iconic Donna Otto videos. At the earliest part of the ministry, precepts ministry, my friend Kay Arthur... Uh, said, come and use all of our studios, all of our equipment, gave the ministry a gift of, in those days, about $150,000 worth of equipment and producers and time and place and We took a team out there, and we recorded 24 hours. Now, when I say they're iconic, the makeup is thick. You can just peel it off because in those days, you know, you could take a shovel and take it off my face. In those days, it was so important that the lighting and that your face looked uh, perfect. It looks overdone when I look at it now. My skirts were long, and my black and white colors were always there, but... I want to tell you that I stand behind the truth of those videos. There are twenty four hours of them, four different topics who you are as a woman, who you are as a wife, who you are as a mother, who you are as a homemaker, six hours in each one. They make great opportunity for a small group in your house. plug them in, looks listen to them on your computer, and there are study guide questions to go with them so avail yourself of that. You've been saying, what shall I do with a group of moms? What shall I do for myself to encourage me in a more visible, tangible way? So so look to that. If you live here in this marvelous place called Arizona at this time of the year, look forward to joining us for some of our October-November events. The November event is really coming on us five weeks from now. We'll do our annual home Christmas. No, it's not from white Christmas and we'll fly home because we're in the military and we'll be home for Christmas. Not at all about that. It's about how to make your heart God's home and your home where you live a place that places its centrality on celebrating Christ's birth not the commercialism that we see in all the world. I was at the Home Depot with my husband recently, and the aisles were full of Christmas red and green, trees and wreaths and glitter and lights full of them. And it was September. So join us if you can and join us for October events. You can find all those on the, the website and registration place. Well, I coined a new word a few weeks ago, and then I introduced it to you called lessify. Lessify. Less is more. And as we lessify our lives, we'll have more opportunities to regard the things that God is calling us to find important. So I first talked about the key ingredient to lessifying, and that was obedience. And then I talked about lessifying in a way by decluttering and those podcasts are already up on our archives and you can find them. Today I want to talk to you about lessifying your life through managing your stuff. And and I want to say in part some of this is about being green. So lessifying your life and being green. Now, uh, you know in the last few decades we've called people who were sensitive to our environment. Let me see if I can think of any names. Tree huggers. I've heard that one. Environmental wackos. I remember hearing that. And I promise you that this is not a political statement. This is not a biased statement. This is not trying to make you feel badly about how you're caring for your environment. But I want you to know that part of this comes from the recent events in our country and the hurricanes, especially the hurricane of Harvey. And I'm not an environmental wacko or a tree hugger or um, willing to carelessly do, do whatever I want to with my environment. I try to be balanced. But when I heard the science, I am very, um, very conscious of science being presented in the ways that make the waters warmer and the earth and the wind and the storms and how that has a greater effect. And I don't know what I'm supposed to do or not supposed to do with regard to the environment, but I do know that God has called me, Donna Otto, and those of you who follow the Lord Jesus Christ to be good stewards. That's the word the scripture uses. Good managers. There are numbers of parables in the gospel that talk about the managers and how they manage and how the bad ones manage and how the good ones manage. I think of the, the ten maidens who had ten lamps and he tells the story that the ten went out and five were prepared, five were not And when it came time for needing their lanterns, their lanterns were extinguished quickly and they were in the dark. It's a reminder to us that we all have to steward what we have. And I don't know where you live. I don't know what you own. I don't know what environment you live in. But I want to talk today about lessifying your life in a way that has to do with eliminating complications. And when I think about lessifying or organizing or preparation, which is the key word to organization, I think that when I lessify, I work toward eliminating things like discouragement, distraction, more junk. I, that's what I'm working toward. So my, my goal then is to have less because I get so discouraged when something I have breaks down and when i have a lot of the same things that are often breaking down one of the things that we deal with here in arizona because of the heat is that we don't we can't just go out the hose and water our grass if you have any property at all you have to have these underground pipes and so forth. Otherwise, we have desert, and we have beautiful desert, and cactuses that don't need any water at all, and you can have a completely water-free property. Not everybody does, but when you have things on your property that need water, all that underground stuff wears out in this intense heat, and it can be discouraging and distracting when you have to go in and repair it over and over. So, I want to talk to you about this management and these decisions that we make ahead of time to be good stewards. So I guess the first thing I would say to to you in lessifying your life, are you interested in being a good manager, a good steward of the things you have? I hope so. Because that decision alone will help you manage your electricity, your waste, your energy-saving devices, the gas in your cars, uh, the things that will help you manage what you have and be more energy efficient, energy efficient. So many of these appliances that we buy now, appliances that almost all homes have, refrigerators, washers and dryers. Some have lots more of those kinds of appliances. You can see when you buy them in dollars and cents, if you buy this piece of equipment because the way it's been designed to be energy efficient, you will annually save X amount of dollars. Now, somebody's done that ratio to dollars and helps me make a decision about which specific piece I'd buy. I want to buy a piece. If I can afford to buy a piece that's more energy efficient. We were talking just today, my producer and I, about about our printers. And I can buy a very inexpensive printer for my computer or for my making hard copies. It can be really inexpensive. But then the cost that follows is the cost of the ink-injected printing cartridges. Wow. They can be very expensive. So managing what we have has to do with what we're buying and long-term. Gas over electricity. Almost everywhere in the continental America, gas is less expensive than electric. And sometimes it costs a lot to get gas to your property, but over the long haul, it will save you money. So if you can do that, think of that hybrid cars, which are becoming more and more popular. I I smile as I age and I move into a parking lot and there are these disabled places and handicapped places and then there are these places for you plugging in your electric car. And then the rest of us who have these gas guzzling cars or gas using cars can park everywhere else. I think it's it's a sign of our managing what we have. Uh, Clean coal technology. And our technological homes, are we over teched? Does everybody need a TV in their bedroom? Does everybody need a DVD? Does everybody need a digital camera? Does everybody need a smartphone or a couple smartphones and phones that are good for emergency phones? Those of you who have young children, I often get asked this question. And, and I want to say to you that those of you who are planning on joining us for the October 5th Organizational Seminar, we're going to take a time in that class To answer questions, Um, I don't normally do that in that class. It's kind of a a lot of information to give in the three hours plus our break. Um, Food and things are available. Uh, But there are questions that people ask me often. And one of them is my son, just someone just asked me this. My son has a medical disability and he has to have a phone. And I said, oh, I understand that. Isn't it wonderful that we can have telephones and he can reach you immediately or push a button for coming for help? And she said, yeah, but he does all the other things like games and And I said, oh, well, you're talking about does he need a smartphone? Or does he just need a flip phone that only operates in medical necessity? See, that's a decision we have to make ahead of time. And we get discouraged because we give him the phone. He's too young to have a phone, but he needs the phone for medical purposes. And then we don't decide ahead of time what kind of phone to give him. So... uh, just TVs alone. I, I think TVs probably the thing we get most consumed within our home and the use of video games. Uh, check out the kind of things you're buying and find out what kind of energy efficiency they have. Computers, scanners, printers. Um, You can do carbon dioxide emissions Google search and find out which ones have. Small things with low lights are still my favorite way to save energy consumption. Um, Those that dim and don't use any energy unless it's dark enough in the room. So all during the day... It's off, and that saves. Dishwashers that run only on certain hours of the day. I don't know what your electrical energy source is in your city, state, or country, but a lot of energy companies will provide what is a varying usage and varying by how much you pay for it by the amount of kilowatts. Um, This summer, as I said, I was home quite a lot uh, with my the surgery and my husband, I, someone said, what is your husband doing? I said, he's out watching the kilowatts slip by <laughs> on the meter because I was inside and I, I was needing to be cool and running. Oh, it was, what a summer. However, we belong to a program that's available to those of us who live in Arizona, that you do certain things between certain hours of the night. Yeah, it does handicap me a little bit. Can't turn the dishwasher on till seven o'clock at night, and I have to remember to turn it on at seven o'clock, otherwise in the morning I wake up to a full dishwasher. Well, I could complain about that, or I could be glad I have a dishwasher and I'm using less energy. So think about green ways about use and reuse. Um, how you use the things you currently have, small things that you can find online, like saving crayon stubs and putting them in an oven at 300 degrees in a muffin pan, and you can recreate the use of the crayon for something else. If you've got time to do that and your energy is gas and it doesn't cost much, you should do that instead of throwing it away and buying new. Using egg crates for organizers instead of going to the container store and buying something new. Using empty jars like the mayo jar or the... A salsa jar to use for jam or syrup or miracle whip or thousand island dressing like i make think small buy a pack of energy efficient light bulbs and use them in your house instead of the high end incandescent ones use rags instead of paper and wash them with the dirty clothes and uh, let them air dry have a clothesline in your yard if you have a space or a place to hang a clothesline. I have a clothesline in my laundry room. It's a small metal thing that hooks from one wall to the other and I hang my lingerie on it and let it dry overnight instead of drying it in the clothes dryer. We live in an arid place so we have a clothesline outside and I don't know if we moved from this house where we'd find a place for a clothesline but I promise you we look for one. Plant something that's useful and watch it grow and then eat it. Um, A tomato plant on your patio instead of a flower plant. Work smart around the house, minimizing your efforts and maximizing the results. Filling the washer with water and detergent and letting your clothes soak in it and use vinegar um, to clean your silver instead of buying expensive silver cleaning products. Plan menus before you go shopping. I have said this for all the years that I have been in this ministry of encouraging women and young women particularly. You ask me how to save time and money. Like, you th- People say to me, how, what's the one thing I can do? Uh, and I, I used to think, well, really, that's an impossible question. But the truth is, I can tell you the one thing. The one thing that will save you the most time and money is to make a menu plan and go to the grocery store buy only what's on your menu plan. At four o'clock, nobody wants to cook dinner nobody. I don't care how old or young you are. So if you have it at home and you've started it in the morning because you have a menu plan, you'll have efficient, economical, good-for-you dinners. If you wait till four o'clock, you'll be running out for fast food, which is not inexpensive in any way. Go through your storage areas and discard things that you have duplicates of. Do you really need two flippers for pancakes, or is one sufficient? Discard things that have not been used in one year, and in the organizational material, which you can also find on a book of mine in the website called Getting More Done in Less Time, The Secrets Thereof. Um, and that will give you an idea how to go through your wardrobe, your closet, your entire house, and declutter. Train your family to respect the three R's of good management. Reduce, reuse, and recycle. And apply those everywhere you can. Minimize the water usage in your home. Um, Whenever we have guests and I have a pitcher of water, I don't throw that water down the drain, I take the pitcher outside and put it in one of my plants. Minimize the water usage. When our daughter was in college 20 years ago, and she went to Westmont College in Southern California and I'll never forget this please know I am quoting but I went into the public bathroom at the school for one of the parent events that I was at and I closed the stall door and it said if it's yellow let it mellow if it's brown flush it down <laughs> <laughs> it still makes me laugh. But they were in a drought situation and they have often been in drought situations on Southern Cal. And maybe you live in a place that is in a drought situation and you might consider their motto. Run your errands in some driving sequence. So we've had gas shortages And I always make a list of my errands so that I can go from right to left and come back around. Celebrate your small successes let your family know that you're proud of them because they are being good managers and good stewards. Lessify your life by managing what you have and securing things that take the least amount of management. We are Modern Homemakers and I am Donna Otto. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make it a very uncommon day of lessifying your life.